Hello everyone, this is Kelly Beard of KarmicTools.com and this is your weekly forecast for May 9th through the 15th of 2021. So this week I have a bunch of extra goodies for you that go with the Taurus new moon that is happening on Tuesday the 11th. Now early in that afternoon, 2.30 Eastern, 11.30 a.m. Pacific, I will be hopping on to Instagram Live to hopefully pull some cards for you. The idea was to do the community divinations and record them ahead of time so that you all could go through them and then maybe meet me on Tuesday to pull a card for yourself. So that's Tuesday the 11th and I've linked in the blog the Taurus New Moon Divinations. It's a five-page PDF as well as an audio and video. The Taurus Gate of Power reading is in there as is the Goddess reading which is called Access Your Ancestors. So the Taurus Gate of Power reading is a five-page PDF and the goddess reading, Access Your Ancestors, is a seven-page PDF. But I recorded them all together with the Taurus New Moon Divinations, which is why it's so long. My goal is to be under an hour. This was definitely over an hour. So was the Aries New Moon, and everybody loved it. So I'm trusting that it's all good in the neighborhood. But I welcome your feedback and any suggestions. You'll find out when you listen. It was Beltane and the energy was pretty magical and the fire went extra long that night. And one thing led to another, led to another, led to another. And I just rolled with the energy and asked the question Spirit was telling me to ask. And in the end, it gave me a way to share it with you. So I hope you enjoy that. So Tuesday's Taurus New Moon. Every year at this time, we tend to our individual gardens that sacred place where everything we love has a place to grow, develop, and bear fruit. What are you cultivating in your garden at this time? This is always a chance to begin anew, anchoring the new ideas that just got activated with the Aries new moon a month ago on April 11th, while also practicing the new routines that will help manifest and sustain whatever you're creating at this time. Taurus energy, whether beginning or completing, always gives you the opportunity to assess your priorities. What is really important to you right now? What nourishes, supports, and sustains you right now? And because Venus is involved, I'd add who as well. Who nourishes, supports, and sustains you right now? Taurus is all about what we cultivate. So look at what worked and what didn't over the last six months to a year and note what building materials you have at this time that would assist you in creating, manifesting, and or magnetizing a comfortable and fulfilling existence that truly reflects what you believe you are worth. So deep breath, this is the time of year and the new moon to set intentions around your self-value and self-worth, around your sex life in particular, and what kind of physical pleasure and experience you wanna have in this body, this lifetime. It's the best new moon to set intentions around money and prosperity and abundance, whatever that means to you. I look at it as energetic flow, creative flow, and cash flow. They all matter for my abundance to work properly. The Taurus lesson and energy is not so much about waiting as it is about slowing down to consciously cultivate and co-create with the energy, resources, and opportunities presenting themselves at this time. Internally, you can anchor the aspects of the new identity that Aries activated. These are the aspects of self which you feel will support and sustain you going forward in this brand new territory. Whether energetically new territory or actual physical literal new territory, like I just moved, so mine's pretty literal, we are all on some new ground. This is the time of year to renew your commitment and dedication to living the life you feel most worthy of. 
Take stock of what you have released as well as what you have acquired over the last year. Give appreciation for all and then truly detach because you are worth so much more. There is a new energy and support available. And because your values and priorities have permanently shifted over the last year, it is good to reflect on what deeply supports who you are here and now. What feeds, nourishes, supports, and protects your new desires, your new values, your new priorities? What kind of energy, relationships, and circumstances are you magnetizing? And what kind are you repelling? How often do you tune in to honor the beauty and abundance surrounding you, as well as within you? Okay, so that's that gratitude which unlocks energy and connects you to new resources you didn't even know you had. So use this Taurus new moon to plant the seeds of well-being and abundance in your garden this year and in your body because that's where it's at right now. The frequency of Earth has increased and our physicality has to adjust and adapt to this higher frequency no matter how you slice it. Technology aside, turning of ages aside, renewal of Earth's 26,000-year cycle or the Mayan calendar, 5,000-year cycles, whatever. Our physicality is having to adjust to the electrical system that Earth has around it right now. So your magnetic field is where the Taurus new moon can really plant some new seeds as well. So what do you naturally want to magnetize and naturally repel? Which means we keep things that are non-essential and we don't want in our lives naturally repelled. And when we raise our vibration, very often all the lower level non-essential bypasses, you don't even know what's going on because it doesn't have anything to do with you. And because your vibration is higher, you don't even have to go through it. So the idea is not to avoid pain or trouble or challenges. It's just to keep your vibe high and stay alert and present in your own body because our senses are what tell us what's real. We cannot allow screens and other people's filters to tell us what is real. As an individual, you have to have your own way of getting to that truth. So same day, which is really powerful for our new moon. And I actually do talk about the chart in the new moon divination. So I encourage you to listen to it, even though it's long. This energy of Mars sextiling Uranus is huge. So this is Mars in Cancer with Uranus in Taurus. So we're still talking about what nourishes, sustains, and protects you in many ways. A sextile is an opportunity. And with these two, you know, it's who you are and what you want being liberated to a new level in an easy way, like with ease and grace. So this energy gives you the inspiration and original ideas that will fuel new action steps in your personal life. I love it. Perfect for the new moon, too. Patience and discipline are not the theme when these two get together. So it's good we have the Taurus new moon because patience and discipline is there for that. So beware of any urge to change just for the sake of changing. But if you're ready for a radical shift within or around you, then this activation could give you the clarity to break through any long-standing blockages. This energy, when consciously directed, can actually break you out of any ruts you've been in, inspire and motivate you to authentic change. Because Mars is all about you. So the prompting is coming from within. That's what's beautiful about this. This is not an outer prompt. You have energy and the illuminating aha moments, which will propel you to a new enlivened state of being. Although it may upset folks around you who would rather you keep things status quo. Deep breath. Think outside the box. Improvise. Try something new or a new way. 
engage in activities you've never tried and try to connect with a new and different circle of people. Okay, so that's Uranus. The social collective realm is what can help pull you out of the rut or out of the old way. Like this is this is the prompt and the support with a sextile with ease and grace to do it in a new way, right? So let's think about that. Mercury trine Saturn. Now, mind you, Mercury is warming up for its retrograde, but I did look ahead and the only activation it's going to repeat three times over is a square to Neptune. So please know that all these other Mercury activations leading up to its retrograde and its back and forth over Neptune are still connected. Even though Mercury is not going to try and Saturn three times over, this is leading to that. So this energy that's good for deep thinking and keeps you sharp and your standards high and in strategy mode is something we want to remember when Neptune starts blurring the lines and screwing with the filters and confusing you, right? So the idea with Neptune is not to be overwhelmed and confused, but to connect to God's spirit, your intuition, your higher self, your soul self, however you want to look at that. You want to go deeper or higher, but not stay on that same level. So I've just been really paying attention to what contacts Mercury in Gemini is making along the way, because there are some special and kind of rare, unusual ones happening because of other alignments, even though they're not happening three times over like the Neptune one. So let's just be mindful that it's already in the zone. Mercury basically hit Gemini at the beginning of May, and it doesn't hit Cancer till July 11th. So Mercury trine Saturn. This energy is good for deep thinking. You are sharp and your standards are high because you are in strategy mode. This is a more solitary energy, though, so communications with others may be hampered a bit because it's really time for you to hold your own at some new level. It's time to focus on the details that hold the big dream together, all the little things that make the grand vision work. Some respect that attention to detail, while others may consider it nitpicky, but it is what the energy supports at this time. So don't worry if others don't understand or don't get it, right? By the same token, you may also feel a little overwhelmed by the many little things that cannot be denied or delayed, and thus a sense of urgency to get it all done. Be aware of a tendency toward pessimism, depression, or overwhelm. That's shadow Saturn material. Try to stay focused on all the blessings that you do have and all that you have accomplished instead of what's still on the list of things to do in life. This energy is not intended to make you feel bad about all the things left yet to do, but encourage you to begin the necessary steps for manifesting your dreams. This energy just makes you focus on the practical side of manifesting. Clear the debris and begin to lay a new, clean, solid foundation beneath your goals. Saturn gets you present to the necessary steps and Mercury helps you think clearly. So in a trine, that is ease and grace and blessings without effort. And here it is your thinking and your consciousness around your reality, your purpose, your roles and responsibilities, and especially your personal boundaries. Again, that's going to come up over and over and over. We've got to be really good at that right now. That's Tuesday the 11th, and then we jump to Thursday the 13th when Sun will sextile Neptune. This energy activates your ability to dissolve the ego momentarily and allow your soul self to shine through. Your spiritual center, base, or practice comes up. So your spiritual center, your spiritual base, or your spiritual practice comes up at this time. How is it actually supporting you? 
If you've gotten away from your practice, this energy will make it easier to reconnect to your spirit, to your intuition, and the vision for your life's purpose at this time. You may find where your contribution is most valued when you step outside yourself and see how others' needs are important. Find a need and fill it in your own deliciously unique way, as you will be more giving and compassionate naturally under this influence. Your physical energy may be low as a result of Neptune channeling the sun's source energy inwardly to recharge your spirit. Otherwise, it could be projections of all kinds, yours and other people's as well. Best to spend some intentional solitude, preferably in nature if, when, and where possible. Okay, we know that's the cure to all of it. And then we have Jupiter entering Pisces. First time in 12 years. Jupiter rules our truth and story and our belief system. It's all about expansion and making things bigger. As it enters Pisces, it's going to illuminate the oneness and surrender, completion and womb development that Pisces represents, which basically tells me we're beginning the completion of a 12-year collective cycle. And it's a personal cycle for those with Jupiter and Virgo, Pisces, Gemini, or Sag. So think back to 2010, 12 years ago. What were you trying to do that perhaps you or the world was not quite ready for? Are you ready and supported for it or some form of it now? Let's revisit. Also, if you do have Jupiter in one of the above mutable signs, then also consider the pivot points that happened during the last 12 years. So 2010, Jupiter in Pisces. 2012, Jupiter was in Gemini. 2015, Jupiter was in Virgo, and 2018-19, Jupiter was in Sag, and now we reboot in 2021 with Jupiter in Pisces. So you can link to the article, the full article, audio, and video here in the blog where I did a special post for this that we can always revisit every 12 years, right? But it's important for you to go deeper, especially if you have the mutable signs activated in your personal chart. All right, everyone, that's the weekly forecast. I hope you enjoy all the extra goodies. There's the Jupiter and Pisces post. There is the Taurus Gate of Power reading, which is a sample of something you could get yourself for $25. There is the Goddess reading with Access Your Ancestors and some really good reminders of what we need to be embodying and expressing at this time. And it's also a sample reading that you can get yourself, plus the Taurus New Moon Divinations. So that's pretty long and detailed, but for those who like the tarot and I Ching and divinations and magical synchronicities that I that get woven in because it's just how it happens, grab some tea in your journals and post up. Enjoy it, y'all. I did it with love in my heart and excitement about this new moon. It has lots of positive indications for me as well, and I hope to share much of it with you. All right, everyone. Have a fantastic week. Reach out if you need to. This is Kelly Beard of Karmic Tools signing off.